Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano and this is Faith for Today. Now today we're looking at a topic that we're calling filled and we're talking about being filled with the Spirit of God. This is not our first message in this regard and uh, something to be looked at is that there are many today who want the fruit of the Spirit of God. Now the fruit of the Spirit of God are love, joy, peace, patience, uh, you could say uh, goodness, gentleness, faith, humility, temperance. Uh, temperance is a self-control. It's being able to, to look ahead. It's also known, I believe, as prudence. Uh, but this ability to control oneself. And uh, these are aspects of the Spirit of God in our life. He is the Spirit of love Himself. And so the predominant fruit you'll see is this love. Now, many want all these aspects. They, they know their attributes to have. Yeah, I need that patience. Woo, boy, I need that patience. And there's other aspects, uh, gifts of the Spirit. Now, gifts of the Spirit, you have those that are uh, knowing their, their um, yes, sir, revelation kind of gifts, God's revealing. There are those that are speaking-oriented utterance kind of gifts. And then there are those that are power gifts. Now these are gifts that the Lord works as He wills, through whom He wills, as, as He directs. And they are, you know, uh, discerning of spirits. They are, uh, um, yes sir, okay. We won't go in depth to these. You know, what I want you to see is that there are those who would want God to be able to show them, give them this word of knowledge and word of wisdom to know what's needful for that circumstance and that situation. And yet, they've been fighting the other parts of being filled with the Spirit. And you and I will not have the fullness of the fruit and the gifts of the Spirit working through our life if we're resisting speaking in the Spirit. And this is what we found if we were to go to Acts the second chapter. Before we get there, we find in Acts 1 that Jesus told them, the disciples, to wait in Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high. And... Um, we find that in Acts 2, as they're waiting, the day of Pentecost had come. And they were all filled in that place. And they all um, were, it said that the Holy Spirit was on them. And he, uh, that there was given to each and every one cloven tongues like as of fire. That he had moved through that place, the Holy Spirit as of a rushing mighty wind, and that there was given to each of these cloven tongues like as of fire. And they all, when they left that place, the Spirit, it said, came on them, not in them. They had already believed on Jesus, and when Jesus was resurrected and showed Himself to them, He breathed upon His disciples and said, Receive you the Spirit. And they did. So they had the Spirit of God. They believed on Jesus. They were not without the Holy Spirit. And yet he still told them, now wait until you be endued. That is a covering. That's not in. Endued is like putting a coat on. It's on you. 
And he said, now you need to wait until you have that power come on you. And we see that in that experience, the Holy Spirit came on them. The power is from a person. It's from the person of love coming on us. And they left that place and they were all with diverse tongues speaking and speaking in the public places in languages they didn't know. They were just speaking and people from different nations were hearing them speak in their native tongue and they were uh, giving thanks and speaking wonderful things of God, glorifying God and giving thanks. You'll find one of the things that you and I, when we pray in tongues and speak in the Spirit, is that we will give thanks well. This is found in the Scriptures. That surely when we speak to ourselves in the Spirit and pray in the Spirit, that we are actually giving thanks to God and that we're giving thanks well. It's fellowship. The Scriptures in in Corinthians say that when we speak in Spirit, and speak to ourselves. we edify or build up ourselves, And it says we speak mysteries. It says that we pray out His perfect will. We pray beyond what we know. You and I don't know as much as many people would like to think. It is actually very minute. Even if we give ourselves years upon years of study in this life, we will not touch a place where the Spirit of God can take us. And so you got people that want all the benefits, but they're fighting this aspect. They're fighting speaking in the Spirit. They're fighting what Mary, hallelujah, and all of these disciples were doing and did after the fact. We, we had seen recently that it wasn't just that occurrence, but that later on they were all filled again. So they were filled and filled and filled. The Spirit would come on them and come on them. And we're told in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, to not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but to be filled with the Spirit, speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord, giving thanks always. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And... You and I can get so dry in a moment of time. Uh, I've grown up here in, in Southwest Florida, and you know I grew up playing sports, and, and I knew, I grew up in knowing that you must hydrate yourself if you're going to endure. And if you're going to last, you know, we would practice you know, many, many nights through the week. And so if I was going to last, I better drink. And drink and drink some more and so you'd get your whole gallon you know I shouldn't say gallon but you'd get your whole jug and you know you'd make sure it was cold and take it with you and because you and I can be so inundated with things going on that not realizing it we just don't have time to drink right now you know I just don't have time to take in a glass of water and, and I'm not drinking and I'm not drinking and I'm I got work to do and I got work to do and I got not realizing it we're dry, dehydrated. And here in Florida, it doesn't take long. If I'm outside working and I'm not replenishing myself, I will be dry in moments of time. And this has happened with many believers. The, this world is hard. 
it's harsh, and they have not been refilling, not been replenishing, and they're not useful. The gifts of the Spirit are not working. The, thank you, Jesus. The fruit of the Spirit are not, are not being expressed and shown. And why? Because they haven't been filling up. Because they've been trying to do it another way. They don't like all that talking in tongues stuff. I don't want to be like, because it just looks different. I don't, it's odd. It's, it's not your way. It's not a world way. It's not an ungodly way, which means it's very different from what many people around you in this world will think is normal and will think is right. But who's right? God and the many scriptures that we can go to or what people around you might think. And so we have a choice. Do we want to be replenished? Do we want to be filled with the Spirit? Do we want God to be able to work through us in love and joy and peace and patience? Do we want to be having every good thing? Then we need to be speaking. And I'll talk for myself. I have not been speaking in the Spirit enough. I can be praying in the Spirit. It'd be good for me to pray in the Spirit much more. And uh, I don't think I'm alone. We need to be speaking in the Spirit much more. Something that uh, Brother Kenneth E. Hagin would say, he, he would make, make known through ministry materials and through his, you know, what the Lord uh, did through him, that speaking in the Spirit was the gateway to the other manifestations. You could say uh, the Spirit of God expressing Himself, showing Himself, the other manifestations of the Spirit. It was the doorway. It was the gateway. His praying in other tongues. His praying in the Spirit. This is for everyone. At that day of Pentecost, it says they actually went back to the prophecy that was found in Joel. And it said that He would pour out, God would pour out His Spirit on all flesh. And went on and said that your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision, your visions, your old men shall dream dreams. There would be what? Working of the Spirit of God. Word of knowledge would flow, word of wisdom would flow. There'd be working of miracles. There would be, and you saw this in the church. That is supposed to be continuous. The book of Acts is not something that was for a period of time and then it, it concluded as the church you know, came to that place, that was just, that's not right. No, we're continuing. That history and the way things started is how we're continuing today. And God is still healing today. God is still miraculously working. There are gifts of healings. And there are wonderful workings, gifts of miracles. And, and there are discerning spirits still seeing into what is beyond this natural. But it starts with the speaking in the Spirit. And it said that the Spirit, they started speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So they were given what to say. It wasn't them. They had the knowing of what to say, which was not knowledgeable to them. 
They've never spoken this language. But they spoke. It said they spoke in other tongues, so the Spirit of God didn't speak. They did the speaking. As He, the Spirit of God, gave them the utterance, gave them the knowing of what to say. That's not necessarily intelligible. It doesn't just go through your mind. It's spiritual. It's through your heart. So they just went to speak like they would speak, and as they spoke, there was something else coming out. They had no knowing intellectually, reasonably, naturally of. And they started tapping into what was beyond them. And it's for us today. God has ordained it that His Spirit would be poured out on all. Yeah, that includes you. That includes me on all. You can be filled. You can have the Spirit come on you big time right now. Hallelujah. Now, thank you, Jesus. I don't want to short you. I want you to see this in the Word. I've been really, it would do good to go back and listen to some of the other messages regarding this. God has helped us with these. Let's go to, hallelujah. <laughs> go with me to Matthew 3. Should we go to that one, Lord? Yeah, Matthew 3, 16. Matthew 3, 16. And here in Matthew 3, 16, it said, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, you could say, or look, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Now, we'll see the same instance I want to look at John 1, verse 32. John 1, 32. We can also see this in Mark's gospel as well. But here in John 1, 32, it says, And John bare record, saying... So John Mark, he's, he's got this recorded. He said, I saw the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, descending from heaven like a dove, and it what? And it abode upon him. This word abode means to stay, to continue, to dwell, to remain. Remained with him. It meant to tarry or stand with him. This God has said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. You know the Spirit of God, when you receive him, is with you all the time. All the time. He remained with Jesus. You know, there have been those that they said, you know, people would say, well, they're a spirit-filled Christian, and yet they went and did this ungodly thing. They weren't filled with the Spirit that day. They wouldn't have gone off and done that ungodly thing if they were filled that day. So the Spirit of God will remain and yet there needs to be this active maintenance process where you and I are filling and filling. How long are we going to go day by day without drinking the fluids necessary for this natural body? We would not go long. Why would we try it spiritually? 
you and I need to take the maintenance plan with God. And day after day, all the time, be praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Go with me to 1 Corinthians. The Where should we go, Lord? Should we go there? Looking at our time. The 12th chapter. And we're going to go to verse 1. These chapters really give light to what we're talking about. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. And we're going to, uh, for time's sake, I'm going to kind of go through these chapters. Uh, not necessarily going to read all the way through it. But here in verse 1 it says, Now concerning spiritual, the word gifts is added. So he's saying concerning spiritual, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. So the will of God is, is that we be knowledgeable, that we not be ignorant. Now, part of ignorant is that we have ignored it. Well, that's not necessarily blatant. If other things are more important to us, if that work is more important to us, if that project is more important to us, if our spouse is more important to us, if our family is more important to us, we will ignore the Spirit. We will ignore the God thing. Because this other thing is obviously more valuable to us. So we're going to have to determine that I will not ignore the Spirit. I will not ignore God. He will come first. And I'll put Him first. Other things may need to be ignored for a moment to put Him first. But it will be well worth it. Because then I'll be fueled. And I'll be tooled with what is necessary to bring satisfaction, to bring pleasure to God, and cause this circumstance, whatever it may be, to be at the highest level of excellence it can be. I can't do it without the necessary, hallelujah, tools to get the job done. I can't do it without the Spirit, not the way it needs to be done. Neither can you. So here, let's go up to verse number 4. And um, it says in verse 4, we'll go through verse 11, I believe. Well, you know what? For time's sake, we're not going to do this. This is very enlightening, but hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your helping. You are helping us. Go up to verse 28 in this 12th chapter. And you find what people have said that not everybody speaks in tongues, that that's just for some. And you find here in the 28th, we'll go from 28 to 31, and it says, And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I show I unto you a more excellent way. So they'll read this and say, see, not all, obviously, speak with tongues. But that's not what this is referring to. This is referring to a ministry of tongues. And those other verses, I encourage you to read chapter 12, and, and um, you'll find there are ministries ministries of tongues and there are diverse tongues that word diverse means multiple kinds there were tongues that were just for sign just for wonder 
just to be a witness. There are tongues that are for ministry. And there are tongues that are for personal. And you and I personally have tongues, uh, a gateway for the Spirit of God to move in our life and a prayer life with God that can only be done with the help and by this praying in the Spirit, by being filled and filled and filled with Him. And, you know, it's very interesting. If you and I were to go to a bar or a pub, not to say we should, not to say we are, but if we were, it would not be very hard to determine who has really been putting them down, if you know what I mean. Who's been really drinking it down? Who's had quite a few? It wouldn't be hard to find, would it? You know that loud one or that, that one that's very, very loose, right? They stand out. They've been there for a little while. They've had quite a few. And you and I don't have to look around long to determine which one they are. They are standing out. Well, so are we. They're going to know. This world is going to know who's really been drinking. You and I are going to stand out. We're going to stand out. They'll see it in the fruit. They'll see it in the gifts. We will see and know. We will be aware and we will be led like others will not be. And God will be able to move like others can't. Because you and I, we've been drinking. We've been allowing God to have His way in our life, and we have been drinking His in. Ah, fill up my cup. Give me some more, God. I want some more. I want some more. I want some more. And you and I will be some of the loose ones that He can move through and get this world to understand that God, He's not coming to try and take all your fun. He's trying to cause you to have the life that truly has the enjoyment, has feeling to full and over full, to cause you to have life and have it more abundantly, to have it and enjoy it. Oh my, it's in Him. It's by being filled. Now go with me to the 14th chapter and we'll, I believe, be closing with some of these verses. Hallelujah. I sense it. Thank you, Lord, for filling us. Hallelujah, more and more, showing us how to tap in and allowing you to have your way. Verses 1 through 5 in chapter 14. Now, he had talked about before about, I show to you a more excellent way. And then we get into the 13th chapter where he touches on love. He's not stopped about talking to us about being spiritual and, and not being ignorant of God's way and being ignorant of spiritual. And here in 14, he says, follow after charity, love, follow after love and desire spiritual. So again, we're still there, but rather that you may prophesy. Now, one of the things you see is that all may prophesy, the scriptures had said. Well, that's not the office, the ministry of the prophet. And that's, again, what we just looked at about the ministry of tongues. It's a difference. Now, prophecy, and you're going to see that right here. Look at the second verse. For he that speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no man understands, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks what? Mysteries. Mysteries. There are things you and I don't know we need to pray out. 
The only way we're going to get it out is if we yield to the Spirit of God. And He's able to give us the utterance and we what? Speak as He gives us the utterance. And there will be mysteries that beyond our mind, we are speaking out what is the perfect will of God for that time. There are relatives that are so... They're not as strong as they need to be. And you and I tapping into this can be their very sustenance for some times. Can save them and spare them in their military employment. Keep them from being killed in the line of duty. Keep them from going down and being with that one that would try to take advantage of them. Praying in the Spirit. Touching what you don't know. And it's wonderful because when you and I don't know, we can't judge it. Right? One of the wonderful things about God, He is not into embarrassing anybody. So when you and I tap into the Spirit, and there will be times you'll just know, something's not right. I just got to pray. <laughs> something's not right. And then you'll finally get a clearance. And you go, all right. I don't know what just happened, but it's good. And you'll be surprised because there are some things that have been changed. Some things that have been altered. They were going to go there and then something happened and they turned back and then they didn't go there. So they didn't get shot. So they didn't get high. So they didn't get taken advantage of. Do you see what I'm saying? By the Spirit, we touch mysteries. And then we're not thinking about it when we see them next time. Because we didn't know. We just trusted and obeyed. And God was able to have His way. Hallelujah. So here, it says, But he that's, that prophesies, you could say they that prophesy, speak to men to edification and exhortation and comfort. So when one prophesies, Hallelujah. They're going to speak in a way that builds up, in a way that uh, instructs. Exhortation is reminding, reminding of what you've already heard. And, in, you know, this says comfort, you could say encourages. That's true prophecy. And um, thank you, Father. In other words, uh, the scriptures have said that the testimony of Jesus is the word of prophecy. You talking to someone, letting them know, hallelujah, you gave your life to Jesus and you were healed in that time. You have just prophesied. You have brought them to a place where they can be encouraged, they can be built up, they can be exhorted, and they, there is something that they might have heard something like that and it brought it back to them and they get their healing. Hallelujah. And continuing here, it said, um, he that speaks in a tongue, unknown is added, edifies himself. But he that prophesies edifies the church. This word edifies means to build up. You could say grow up. Um, he says in the fifth verse, I would that you all spake with tongues. This is Paul. If you like love suffers long and is kind, he just got done saying that. Now he's saying... I would that every single one of you believers, every single one of you that calls yourself Christian, 
I would that you all, how many? All, all, A-L-L, did what? Spoke with tongues. Is it for you? Yes. Is it for everybody? Yes. Yes. And I know we're drawing near on time, so I'll thank you, Lord, for your help. He continues and says, But rather that you prophesied. For greater is he that prophesies than he that speaks with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Now let's go to verses 13 through 18 in closing. And he says in the 13th verse, Wherefore, let him that speaks in a tongue, that's us, them that speak in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. That's light. We're not praying. Our spirit is praying. But my understanding is unfruitful. So you will not, you're not meant to understand what you're praying when you pray in tongues, when you pray in the spirit. You're not meant to understand. Your, your understanding is meant by God to be unfruitful. You're praying out what you don't know. And he continued and said, What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. Paul was serious about this. I am too. How about you? I will pray with, say that with me. I will pray with the Spirit. And I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. And he continued and said, Else when you shall bless with the Spirit, how shall he that occupies the room of the unlearned say amen at your giving of thanks, seeing he doesn't understand what you say? For you verily give thanks well. That's part of what's going on. But the other is not edified. I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Hallelujah. This is his plan. That you and I not be thirsty and not just barely survive, but that we thrive by the helping of his spirit. And that we continually do just what the master Jesus said. He said, come to me and drink. He said, I have living water. And if you come to me and drink, you will not thirst. We need to not be thirsty as believers. We need to be showing this world where to come to get a cup. Can you see it? Hallelujah. Because His Spirit is meant to be on all. Praise God. That's all our time for this message today. We love you. We bless you. And come back for more for faith for today. Hallelujah.